Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. He's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Thrilled to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. JP Morosi is an MLB Network baseball analyst. He also does a little work on the hockey side of things as well, though, for the NHL Network. They loan him over there from time to time. Joining us now via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. JP, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? Outstanding, Alex and Brendan. Always love catching up about uh, St. Louis sports and baseball and hockey. And, and certainly, congratulations to Alex on an incredible career. I, I remember uh, uh, just uh, covering, of course, uh, the Western Conference Final a couple years ago. And, and uh, what a classy person he is, of course. Multi generational hockey family. All, all the games they played as a family uh, for him to then finally get the Stanley Cup is pretty special. So uh, I know he was a great St. Louis Blue for a very, very long time. Absolutely. We're certainly going to miss being able to watch him out on the ice every night. But he is going to, whatever it comes next for he's going to be successful and JP let's talk a little baseball because there's been a honestly not a whole lot that has gone on (laughs) over the last couple of weeks but you are totally head, head deep in this stuff you had a report the other day on a potential team that could be interested in Nolan Arenado you connected him maybe with the Mets what can you tell us on Arenado's market how much interest is there in him with that contract that he has right now the contract is really the the key point of the valuation because uh, to get into the specifics here, he of course has the opt out after this year. Now, the Rockies uh, have to treat him in one of two ways: either number one, they they can't afford to lose a franchise player for nothing, uh, or just a draft pick after this coming season if in fact he opts out. But given the uncertainty of the economy, hard to know uh, where we're at with respect to if he's actually going to want to opt out because of uh, the uncertainty about free agency a year from now. That being said, the other part of the equation is the Rockies have struggled the last couple of years, and they're in a very good division. And you start to wonder how many players can you have who are making more than $30 million a year, um, and you're finishing third or fourth at best. So that's part of the other equation here is if they find a way to trade Nolan now, you both bring back some value and, and you protect against the possibility of him leaving via opt-out. And you also, very importantly, free up the money to sign Trevor Story to an extension. Of course, Story is due to be a free agent after the 2021 season. So there's a lot of motivations, not all of them proximate to Nolan Arenado. I, I think, though, that there's a small number of teams, the Mets are one of them, who appear to have the, the financial appetite to take on what could be, if he doesn't opt out, uh, a, a contract that right now has $199 million left on it. Yes, $199 million left on it through 2026. So that's a very significant contract. Uh, again, the Mets are, are a team that I believe would do that. 
the Cardinals, certainly you would say there's the interest and there's the, the need for one more significant hitter, but I'm just not sure if, if the financial willingness is there on the Cardinals' part. All right, JP. First of all, it's great to talk with you, buddy. Uh, I have deemed myself Mr. 95% here in St. Louis that Nolan Arenado will some way, shape, or form be a Cardinal. We've seen the reports the last couple of days of, you know, Colorado might be willing to take on an existing contract from a team to offset Nolan Arenado's contract. Do you see any possibility of Arenado and the Cardinals' connection this offseason? I do. I, I really do. But, but to your point, that would have to involve the opt-out probably move, being moved back a couple years, two or three years maybe, to after 2024, let's say. And then also to your point, the Rockies probably have to take on uh, Matt Carpenter's deal, and, and maybe there's another way to, to make it work. But bear in mind, if, if the Cardinals make that trade, the Rockies are going to turn around and insist on a Dylan Carlson, somebody high level, a uh, Libertor, I mean, somebody that's, that's really up there in the organization as, as the prospect uh, in, in that deal. It's not just going to be a, a salary dump. Even, even in these very difficult economic times, you cannot give up someone who's won the gold glove eight consecutive years at third base just as a salary dump. It, it really becomes difficult. So I, I do think there's interest. The Cardinals, uh, you look at the, their club, and, and certainly you watch them more closely than I do, but still uh, just watching them as much as I do, it does seem to me this team needs at least one more significant bat. That, that really they, they struggle against quality pitching. Goldschmidt has helped, but the, the revolving door in the outfield in particular um, remains a concern where, where there's been a lot of different attempts made to, to find that solidifying group, and they still haven't done it. So I think having that additional hitter in the middle part of the lineup is really appealing but you have to ask yourself the question if, if the Rockies would insist on Carlson I don't know that they would but certainly they were they'd probably ask for him at the outset does it make sense to subtract his bat to add Arenado's and I think that's going to be a, a really tough question for the Cardinals to answer I can tell you they would say no <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in that however what if it was Nolan Gorman their third their top third base prospect who's a power hitter he's not in the majors right now but I guess that's that's maybe the question for you JP is do you think that the Rockies would almost require a MLB ready prospect in return for Arenado or do you think they would be willing to take somebody that maybe next year starts at triple and they're a year away or two? I think that it's the latter. And, and Gorman, of course, uh, 20 years old now. Uh, he'll turn 21 in May. He fits about the age profile of where the Rockies would be looking. And obviously this is one of the challenges of, of making a trade um, in these circumstances without having minor league games to base your, your assessments on from 2020. It's hard to really know exactly what value you're getting back. But Nolan Gorman's always been someone who's been very highly regarded by the industry, uh, given where he was drafted, how he has played. So I, I think that especially from a positional standpoint, it, it would make sense for the Rockies to get Gorman, uh, given the fact that they would have to replace Nolan Arenado at third base at some point in the next uh, couple of years. And, and that would be, uh, it, obviously, if, if Nolan opts out, that is uh, in the case of Arenado. So I, I think Gorman fits what the Rockies would be asking for, more than likely. And now it's just a matter of, of how do the financial aspects of things work out? Are the Cardinals truly comfortable taking on the potential of a $199 million contract? That is, in, in normal economic times, that's a significant sum of money. In these times, it, it is potentially a franchise-changing decision. And I think the Cardinals, 
when you consider where they've been and, and, and the lack of a World Series, given where that standard has been set for the organization for so many years, in, in recent years, I, I think they probably do have that hunger, that motivation to get Arenado. The question is just, that is a lot of money, and, and how much would have to be offset for the Cardinals to feel fully comfortable making that trade. We're talking with John Morosi, one of my favorite baseball analysts on MLB Network. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Morosi. So, John, here in St. Louis, I think the free agent that everyone is concerned about right now is Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. We've heard the the reports of Yadier's side feeling that the Cardinals' offer has been ridiculous. We've heard the reports that other teams have been interested in Yadier. How do you view this scenario with the Cardinals being able to bring back Yadier Molina? Well, it's certainly a no-sure thing right now, and the same is true for Wainwright. And if you had told me at the outset, again, I realize this is a very unique offseason, but if you had told me when the Cardinals played their last game that we'd be here on the 17th of December and neither player would be signed, I would have been surprised. If you had told me that on Halloween, I would have been very surprised. And I think it's indicative of the fact that that there is a pretty wide gap in, in terms of the, the way the Cardinals believe – players should be paid right now uh, given where both those players are in their careers and given uh, where they're coming off of from the standpoint of the, the reduced revenues that all MLB teams had this year there seems to be a real chasm between those two positions and, and this is where it's tough uh, the Cardinals as you guys both know are an organization that loves their history and celebrates it a lot and I know Cardinal fans w- would love to see both Wainwright and Yachty retire as Cardinals and go into the Cardinals Hall of Fame obviously that's that's what's going to happen no matter what but do you, do you really want to hold off on the entire rest of your offseason while waiting for one- or two-year deals for players who are close to retirement? That's, that's what you really have to decide here. And, and sentimentality is important, and I get it, but you wonder, I would love to hear what the conversation's like on, on your station if Nolan is traded to the Mets in three days, and, and the answer is, well, if John Mozeliak were to say, not that he would say this, but that, yeah, we liked them, but we couldn't make a deal because we're waiting on Adam and Yachty, what would the reaction be? Would the reaction be, yes, you should wait because they're icons of the franchise? No. Or, no, you got to <laughs> trade for the guy that we need. And I think that's where sentimentality is wonderful, but you can't do it all. And if I'm the Cardinals, and again, I'm not, I'm just an analyst, this is one person's opinion, I think that you cannot wait forever. And if, for whatever reason, whoever's in the right and wrong on this in terms of the negotiation, I have no way of knowing that, and so I can't pretend to say, well, this is what they should be doing or they should be doing. I'm just saying this. If we're in the middle of December and you have not yet made an agreement, you have to realize that you might not, and you might have to start moving on to other options. And especially if someone, uh, if the other option is Nolan Arenado, and if ownership is willing to spend for Nolan Arenado, I, I think you have to look out for the long-term interest of the organization. And as much as those two players mean to the club, if, if you get to October and you're out in the first round again and, and you're wondering, gosh, if we had Arenado, we might be in the World Series right now, I think you have to look out for those types of considerations long-term if you're the Cardinals. Last quick question for J.P. Morosi, MLB Network baseball analyst. John, one thing that I've been wondering lately, the Cardinals and the Yankees have been the standard bearers in their respective leagues. Cardinals in the National League, Yankees in the American League, and that history is very important to both of those clubs. Do you think that the Dodgers right now are potentially overtaking the Cardinals as the standard bearer in the National League? It's a great question. I, I, I think that certainly the success they've had 
since basically the the ownership transition there when, when Mark Walter and the group came in with Magic Johnson years ago. They've been, to me, I realize just one World Series championship in that time, but they have been, to me, the the standard bearer of the last eight to nine years. I mean, they've been the, the iconic franchise of the last eight to nine years. But the beautiful thing about baseball in this country, and I speak as a fellow Midwesterner, is you almost don't have to choose the, the, the you know, regionally speaking, to me, Cubs-Cardinals is second to no one in terms of a rivalry. But, but if, you're, if we're having this conversation in L.A., they would say, well, Dodgers-Giants. you got Red Sox-Yankees. So I, I, I think that over the last eight years, yes, the Dodgers have been the standard bearer of the National League for the last eight years, but all time, gosh, that's a. You're talking to someone whose grandfather grew up a Cardinal fan, so it's, it's hard for me to say uh, that, that is not the Cardinals right now for the long term in history of the game. He's John Morosi. You can find him on Twitter at John Morosi. His name also. Check him out on MLB Network. He's one of the best in the business. JP, always appreciate the time, man. All the best to you and your family. Have a happy holidays. Happy holidays to you guys, and I always love talking Cardinals, Blues, anytime. Reach out, please. Thanks, happy holidays. Happy New Year.